Good morning. Uh, welcome to Thursday Daily Devotions, everybody. I hope that you've been able to stay with me through this whole week because I'm really uh, excited about our text today. I wanted to show you a couple things as we kind of put Mark's um, apocalyptic piece or Jesus' apocalyptic piece here in Mark 13 to rest uh, for the week. Um, and I'm actually going to uh, read the whole thing again. And then I want to just show you something about the scripture. Um, so I would tell you, if you have your Bible, to uh, grab it and pause this and flip through it and turn to Mark 13, verses uh, 24 through 37. And we're going to do a little flipping today. Jesus said, In those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heavens will be shaken then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gate. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you don't know when the time will come. It's like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. So Jesus is telling his disciples to keep awake and look for him, to watch for the Son of Man uh, coming with great power and glory. So that's where we want to start, okay? In those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened. goes on. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and and glory. So we start right there. And now I want to go to verse 35. So follow along with me. Keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come in the evening. I want you to look at chapter 14 in Mark. Chapter 14, verse uh, 17. And I have it right here. Verse 17. When it was evening... He came with the twelve, and when they had taken their places and were eating, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. So, right before Jesus is arrested and dies, something happens in the evening. Um, he eats the Passover meal with his disciples. He says, somebody's going to uh, betray me, and he institutes the Lord's Supper. You can, you can find that in the scripture. So, in verse 14, verse 17, in the evening. Keep awake, you don't know when the master of the house will come in the evening, Jesus is saying in chapter 13, and Mark shows us in 14:17 the whole process of Jesus' crucifixion begins to happen in the evening. Or at midnight, turn to chapter 14, verse 53. At verse 53, um, Jesus is taken to the high priest and put on trial, but in the meantime, he is... Um, is arrested. 
He's arrested in the garden between um, the evening and midnight sometime. He's arrested in the garden. Uh, Judas comes and betrays him, and they arrest him with swords and clubs and all of that stuff. That's, that's starting at verse 53, but it moves all the way into 53 when they arrest him and take him to the high priest, and they begin to uh, put him on trial uh, at midnight. Um, and then you should know the answer to this question. Now, what happens at Cockcrow? It's in chapter 14, verse 66. While Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she stared at him and said, You also were with Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I don't know or understand what you're talking about. And he went out, then the cock crowed. Isn't that interesting? That Mark's story is crafted in such a way, uh, and Jesus is telling his disciples about this, that what Mark wants us to see is exactly where Jesus comes with great power and glory. Now, I started on Tuesday talking about suffering, and what we see is Jesus' power and his great glory comes um, in his movement towards the cross. The phone's ringing like crazy today. Um, so look what's next, or at dawn. Look at 15 verse 25. Sorry. Look at chapter 15, verse 25. Midnight, cockro, or at dawn. Um, verse 25 says, It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. Now that's not at dawn when he actually got crucified, but look at everything that happens in the meantime. Look at the beginning of chapter 15. Um, as soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes in the whole council. The Jews marked days from sunup to sundown, so dawn would have been morning or the beginning of the day. Um, they bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. And, and now he's in the hands of the authorities or the powers of this world, uh, the powers of darkness, if you will and everyone's shouting crucify him and the soldiers are mocking him and then um at verse uh, 20 they stripped him with of the purple cloak put his own clothes on him and led him out to, to crucify him so between morning <laughs> between morning and nine o'clock is is really dawn and that's when he gets In case you think nothing ever happens around church, that's fairly typical for the phone to ring like that around here. Um, it, it's actually about 10.55 right now. Not dawn or morning or 9, but 10.55, and the phone rings constantly. Um, just think about that movement, though. That's really what I want to show you. Is in, in the biblical text in this particular space, there's a movement for us to see that by the time we get to the end of the text in Jesus' crucifixion, Jesus has already told us where his great power, where his great glory is going to be, and where, um, where the world is going to see him and see God's, God's love. And it's on the cross, his suffering and death for you and me and the whole world is where we see God's power and glory revealed because it's there that we see Jesus has power over life and death and that his life 
is um, sacrificed for us so that we can hold on to ours. Um, may you ponder that truth today. May you find uh, deeper comfort in the biblical text as you study and do your work there. And may you know for certain that uh, Jesus Christ, the Holy Word of God, uh, lived for you and died for you. And that's his power and glory. Have a blessed day.